0: If you're ready to learn how to optimize your testosterone and your life, then this episode of the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show is for you.
1: Welcome to the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show, where each week you will hear the real world experiences, life lessons, and guided principles that every highly driven man needs to master their health, productivity, and relationships by sharing conversations with the world's most successful people in fitness, nutrition, supplementation and mindset meet your host Benjamin Brown he is a fitness and nutrition expert consultant to Fortune 500 companies and world championship sports teams a husband and father of three and has been helping men transform their physiques optimize their energy and own their fatherly mission since 2005 thank you for joining us today and without further ado let's jump right in
0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 58 of the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show. On the show today, I bring back my buddy, Jay Campbell. He is a champion men's physique competitor. He's the author of the best-selling book called The Definitive Testosterone Replacement Therapy Manual, How to Optimize Your Testosterone for Lifelong Health and Happiness, and most recently, The Testosterone Optimization Therapy Bible. Obviously, this dude knows a lot about testosterone, about how to get testosterone levels up, about why it's important to get testosterone levels up, about what contributes to low levels of testosterone. Um, Specifically on the show today, we talk about testosterone resistance syndrome and the effect of estrogen disrupting chemicals that can impact our testosterone levels, obviously. Why so many men uh, refuse treatment of testosterone because uh, the norms have been uh, recently changed with respect to the standard mean deviation um, and what it means actually now to have low testosterone. And then we also jump into some seemingly simple lifestyle changes that you can make to help optimize your testosterone levels and then how we can start to focus on some advanced testing to further optimize the life that we live through DNA testing and how it pays huge dividends with respect to nutrition training and physique development. Uh, So you guys are going to love the show as always and uh, hope you enjoy. Jay Campbell, welcome back to the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show. How are you doing, brother? Benjamin, thank you for having me. It's always an honor to be on your show. Dude, it's an absolute pleasure having you back on the show. Last time we spoke, uh, it was episode number 21. So those of you listening that haven't had a chance to check that episode out, make sure you do. We talk all about testosterone. We talk about estrogen. um, We talk about estrogen disrupting chemicals. And we're just going to take that one step further today to talk about the things that the super exciting things that Jay's working on. Um, in the field of testosterone optimization. Jay, what is testosterone optimization?
2: Great question. I just had that question recently.
0: Um, So testosterone
2: optimization is essentially taking uh, a man or a woman, but you know, for the purposes of this podcast, we're mostly talking about men um, who are now being attacked on a multi front angle from the environment, um, from the foods that we eat, obviously from the air that we breathe. And then of course, um, there's this like interspeciation now um, decline in male uh, fertility and also obviously hormone levels that has now been measured um, by the Hebrew University study as 60% then. So in the last 30 years across the globe, and again, the Hebrew University study is a seven continent, 36,000 men measured over 27 years. Um, testosterone levels have decreased um, and fertility has decreased by 60%. So as you probably are aware, if you are a man in your 30s today trying to get pregnant with your girlfriend or your wife, it is a very difficult chore. Most people today in their mid-30s that are trying to do that are actually on fertility medications. It is that difficult right now.
0: That's such a crazy statistic that I just stumbled upon. And then I I was listening to some of your previous podcasts and, and you mentioned it as, you know, 60% 60% decline of testosterone in men today. That's happened over the last 40 years. And you and I both, you know, I know we have so many clients and friends that are struggling with conception and all of those yeah. things. And is is all of this coming just from, from our environment, essentially? I mean, I think it is. I mean, I can't, you know,
2: you know, solidify that with any kind of really verifiable data. But again, you know, it's the look around scenario, look around and look at everybody. I mean, if you know people in their early twenties um, who are men, you know, they are all very, very, um, I, I hate saying the word effeminate, you know, you, you use the right word off air, estrogenized. I think we create a new word. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, honestly, like men today are so affected by, um, you know, the downstream second and third generation effects of birth control from their moms, you know, you know, yeah. like my wife, you know, it's a very good example. You know, my wife has just turned 47, I'm 47, and she was on birth control pills, and she, you know, went off, and then she was on an IUD, and she went off, and the, the reality is, is that you are seeing now, you know, kids in their teens and in their early 20s that are, you know, born as a result of that water table effect of all of these uh, birth control pills and and, and estrogens and, and uh, and what do you call it, Um um, non, you know, synthetic estrogens in the yeah, water supply. True. They're in the water supply. And this is now the downstream effect. You know, you have men that are weaker physiologically. And by the way, that that there is data. John Ritter is writing a book, a guy I interviewed, an amazing guy on childhood obesity. And he has access to studies um, of how brittle men's bones are today. Like, he has all these kids now that are uh, presenting with fra- spiral fractures bed at 14, 15 years old playing football. Right. I mean, I mean we're, we're, we've created a species of masculine, uh, you know, or demasculinized men now. Um, and this is all a product of, you know, what we're talking about. And again, I, I say it's multi prong it's, it's from the food. It's from the, you know, in,
0: environmental, um, the endocrine-disrupting chemicals. I mean, it's
2: everywhere, dude. There's no
0: escaping it. And it's happening generation to generation. Oh, and yeah. In fact, one of, the, one of the things that the Hebrew University studies suggest is that, and, I, and I'll quote this, it says, low sperm counts are worrisome not just because of fertility issues, but because they are associated with, and I may massacre these words, but they're associated with cryptorchidism, uh, which yep. is the absence of vulnerable testes the yes. scrotum, um, hypospadias, and that's a congenital condition in which the opening of the ureth- urethra is on the underside of the penis. Yes. Yes. And testicular cancer suggesting a shared prenatal cause. I mean, it, it, you know, this is, this is overwhelmingly concerning. I mean, I'm a dad of, of two girls, and I have a young a three-year-old boy. I mean, what does this mean? If we're already at uh, a 60% reduction in, in sperm for men our age and, yeah. and 30-something men, what does yeah. this mean for my child? What does this mean for my children's children?
2: Ben, I mean, it's the question that's not being asked. And, you know, obviously, I'm very blessed and fortunate that I have amazing, the best doctors now. I work with all the top doctors in optimization in the United States. You know, there are who's who, Calvacade, and um, all of them, when you ask them very personal these questions, they won't go on air because, again, they work still in the established medical world. And, you know, it's not allowed to talk about it. It's like, you know, you're you're wearing your tinfoil hat. But I mean, that study, as you know, says that men on this planet will be wholly infertile by 2050. Now, again, they are also extrapolating from data in the past 27 to 30 years, and you and I know that we're actually accelerating this process. I mean, I mean, I just came from a, a, a seminar two weeks ago, um, a, a person that like analyzes technology and stuff like that. It was kind of like a, a, a moving forward, what's happening with going on in technology and stuff like that. And he said that based on the data that is very observable, that by 2040, that it looks like men and women are gonna be having, um, if we're procreating still, which is a scary question, it will not be happening as it is now. It will be a non-biological thing, like women will literally be giving birth in some sort of test tube fashion, You know, dystopian future. I mean, I'm serious, but I mean, again, look around. I mean, people today can't even get pregnant
0: in the yeah. That's it. And it's just anecdotally, we all have friends or or right. ourselves, you know, ha- have experienced fertility issues and are yeah. going through con- uh, conventional medicine in order. And that's, you know, it's a beautiful thing that we're able to do that. But but let's look deep, man. There's yeah. serious scary, issues bro. going on if we are not men, if we are not biologically men and women anymore, right. to the degree that we can't procreate. Uh, I mean, you
2: know, I'm with you, bro. I mean, I am, I I will not, you cannot chip me. You cannot make me into some sort of an Autobot. I'm not. Now again, as you and I know this, there are a huge percentage of the population that are put their arms out, chip me and, you know, put the hat on and, you know, put the goggles and put me in my virtual world and I'll work for my virtual reality.
0: <laughs> but well, no, not me, man. So hence the need to optimize. I mean like like you said and it, <laughs> it's just it's not enough to mm-hmm. sit back and say Well, I'm just gonna do and it's hard for me to say this because, you know, I'm a I'm a like personally, I'm a busy dude. I'm a dad of three. My wife works. And I know a lot of our listeners are in the same boat. Like we're doing the best we can. And it's so hard. You know, you wanna be diligent about food choices and avoiding processed foods and you wanna be diligent about exercising and avoid and avoiding environmental estrogens and it's not enough like we have to optimize so what do we do jay like what's the first step to optimization
2: good question the first step for sure is getting your blood work done
0: okay and it doesn't
2: really matter what your age is you don't have to rely on a doctor as you know there again if you're you know and i know you have listeners all over the world but in the united states and in most first world industrialized countries you can get private lab work done i mean you go on the internet and search your zip code and find a private you know lab measurement company and (laughs) And get, if you're a guy, you know, if you're 25, I mean, I actually say if you're 18, you should do it because you should have an internal diagnostic, you know, for the rest of your life, at least like once 18, between 18 and 25, you probably should do it at least once every other year. But as soon as you turn 25, you should be getting an internal diagnostic to see what's going on with your testosterone, with your thyroid levels obviously with your estradi- your, um, your estradiol, your estrogen levels, and there's all the other things you know your CBC. I mean everything else that you should understand, liver panels and enzymes and obviously cholesterol, blood lipids. but you, this is the only way to know Ben because you know today as you and I know, if you do go see a doctor and you start suffering you know from some sort of suboptimal hormone um, deficiency, they're not going to recommend anything right. right. They're going to recommend an SSRI and they're going to recommend, um, uh, you know a, a erectile dysfunction because all they do is treat symptoms they don't treat the etiology or the actual you know the undergoing what it is what's the root cause so you have to be proactive and to optimize the first step is obviously to get your blood work done and a lot of people come back and they say well i don't know how to read my blood work dude what do i do that's not true there's a million people myself included who have done you know very smart educational videos on YouTube they are free of charge that shows you how to read a simple um, lab panel. And honestly, and you know this, Ben, after you read one lab panel, it's simple. Yeah, It's very, very simple. It's not hard.
0: And, and looking at just conventional norms is not enough. And I've talked about this with yes. multiple people on the show. Yes. Um, I just, in fact, had Dr. Ralph Esposito on the show, oh, nice. a, a physician out of New York. Yeah, who, I know Ralph. Oh, great. Yeah, so, so Ralph and I talked about this, but um, just looking at total... Uh, testosterone and free testosterone is not enough right we want to be looking at higher ranges uh, exactly. optimal ranges of testosterone well let's talk
2: about that for a second so because it's a good point um and i love ralph actually we know each other from twitter but um nice. he's a cool dude um but here's here's the reality is in 2017 in july and i talk about this now in every lecture i i talk about LabCorp lowered the standard mean deviation. Okay, and what I mean by that is that it used to be, Ben, before July 23rd, 2017, um, the range for testosterone was 342 on the low end to 1176 on the high end. Again, there's three different companies, but LabCorp is usually the standard bearer. And they dropped that high end uh, from 1176 to 917 or 920, and then they lowered the lower end to 200. Okay, so what they effectively did, and this is what the smart doctors will tell you, is they reduced the amount of uh, total testosterone level necessary for actually a diagnosis of testosterone deficiency to happen. So what it effect did is it's denying a massive percentage of the population now from being able to be treated legally because they're within that range so for example mm. if a guy showed up previously before they changed the range at right. 300 they had low testosterone and right. now 300 the doctor's like oh you're, you're fine good. you're good yeah you're good go home bye right get out of my office yeah that's where we're at yeah Pr-
0: so that's a big issue and and uh, there's so many lifestyle factors that we can talk about as to why testosterone might be low and, and of course, estrogen disrupting chemicals, but go yeah. back and listen to episode number 21. I don't want, really want to dig too, too sure. deep into that stuff. Rather, let's talk about what else we can do um, to optimize aside from understanding what our baseline levels are. Now you have your, your recently published testosterone optimization therapy Bible. How's that going? What, what, what's the consensus out there right now with your work? So, I mean, it's it's a great
2: question. So in our community, it's like the most amazing thing ever. Like I just lectured at Swiss in Canada and I had a standing room only at, you know, Ovation. I had um, Dr. Eric Serrano now who's like become a huge proponent of my work who's like one of the smartest doctors on the planet. Yeah, he's great. Amazing, amazing guy. Him and I talk like three times a day and he's like, I mean, I, I'm, it's so it's so awesome. He's such an amazing person and he's now connecting me to his network. But on the outside, as you know, I mean dude i won't put my tinfoil hat on but i'll put my tinfoil hat on i mean it's very difficult for the mainstream to i cannot get i have a very you know legit pr company and i they cannot they can't get me i'm blocked everywhere like it is a very anti-masculine anti-testosterone you know you know man they have this whole like what is it toxic masculinity nonsense sure.
0: okay. yeah So,
2: so it's tough in the mainstream to be bringing this out there but in our community everybody is aware of this now so it's a great thing from that standpoint um and i think it's just you know as you know it's just going to be a a, a, you know what do you call it a trickle down effect it's going to take more and more people becoming optimized figuring out how to do it working with doctors that know how to do it uh, before the mainstream embraces it i mean that's that's my you know glass half full analogy but it's weird
0: you had mentioned previously i heard you talk about testosterone resistance syndrome yes can you elaborate on that for our listeners
2: sure sure so dr keith nichols and i who and dr keith nichols is an amazing doctor he's from tennessee um him and i are actually going to be partnering i can say this officially now we're going to be partnering on clinics So we're going to have a clinic in Los Angeles, and and then he already has his clinic in Tennessee, and then who knows where it goes from there, but we have a lot of people that are supporting us. Um, We believe that the biggest issue right now with endocrine disrupting chemicals in the environment is that it's the reason, and Keith has actually already labeled this now, Um, You have type one hypogonadism, which is a medical defect. You have type two, which is normally um, the environment. And then type three, which is testosterone resistance syndrome, which, which technical definition is, the endocrine disrupting chemicals are so perverse, Ben, that they are now causing effects at not just the androgen receptor. So they're blocking the androgen receptor. They're also mimicking the estrogen receptor. And then when you combine the mimicking of the estrogen and blocking of the, est- the androgen, you have men who have normal... Testosterone levels in the blood, but because in the cellular level there's a a blockage or a resistance, essentially they show up and they have 500, 600, you know, total testosterone levels, which again, essentially normal, but they have all the symptoms of testosterone deficiency, which again, you know, are, are a multitude: uh, lack of cognition, uh, brain fog, um, you know, sexual dysfunction, no energy. I and mean, it goes on and on: listlessness, indecisiveness, but because the measurement when they get measured at the wor- you know, from their blood panel shows that they're okay, they're, they're being obviously deprived of seeking treatment. And then the medical community also looks at them and says, well, you're fine, you're perfectly normal. But what's really happening is that these EDCs that they're blocking and then they're mimicking are disrupting the body's ability to even sense that it has testosterone. Dude, so that's, it's, that's dude, creepy. I'm telling you right now, we, are, we have three or four researchers working on this Doctor Jay, you know who we're going to talk about later in this webinar. When we t- told him about it, he was like, "Dude, I'll volunteer. You don't even have, have to give me a cent. I'll I'll help you with it." I know that's what's happening. He's like, "I can't believe I didn't think of this. Why, you know, I wish I would have thought of this." But that's that. There, there's no question, Ben. It's the only thing that makes sense to have 18 or 19 year old kids show up at a doctor's office and get a, you know. They run everything. They never run testosterone at that age because how could an 18 or 19 year old kid have low testosterone? But when they finally do, dude, they got like 120. They got 160, 180. So these doctors are speechless. They're like, what is going on? But hello, it's the EDCs.
0: And is this a product of, obviously it's a product of direct exposure from our environment and food choices and everything like that. But is it also a product of our parents? Uh, their parents. It
2: or? has to be. It has to be. It's this too. It's the computer. The blue light. We know blue light lowers testosterone. We know that blue light lowers fertility. It's everything. It's. It's exactly what you said. It is a perfect storm of a toxic soup bowl that we all exist in. That's what it yeah. is. But, yeah, but yeah. we were lucky because I think getting back to what you just said, I don't think that our physiology was changed in a way from the birth control, from the other things that have happened to these younger generations that we're not as, we're more immune to it and they are not as resistant to it.
0: I I agree with you. And it's so hard to minimize the exposure that we've got going on on a daily basis. And, you know, obviously you and I are busy guys, um, but we're all, regardless of how busy we are, it's so acceptable to just be switched on. Yeah. Yeah, around the clock
2: um, dude lack of sleep the dopamine response I mean you and I know we talked about this before and I've heard you on your other podcast talk you know the dopaminergic signaling pathway is being rewired these young men play video games Ben for 13 14 hours a day and they have no need for sex of course their testosterone levels drop and plummet of course they have no desire You know to have an orgasm when you can go and watch you porn and play video games and get you know the same effect i mean you talk to a lot of these guys and they'll say to you they'll be like dude why would i want to chase a 22 year old girl and deal with all that when i can just play video games and jack off to you porn?" i mean that's that's where we're at today and so i feel like a lot of the effects are just resulting from that but dude this is it's all craziness it's just like i said we're
0: in a toxic soup bowl hey brother Are you struggling to find the energy to function at your best as a businessman, father and husband? I want you to know you're not alone. And sadly, the conventional wisdom these days around healthy eating and exercise that has saturated the mainstream is flat out wrong. If you wanna find the solution to optimizing your energy and body composition without restrictive dieting, soul-crushing workouts, or adding more to your already stressful and overflowing schedule, so that you can finally function like the man you know you can be, then we need to chat. Are you ready to move from exhausted to energized by working smarter, not harder? Go ahead and schedule your free strategy call at www.bslnutrition.com forward slash level up. I'm looking forward to our conversation and enjoy the rest of the show. So what's the next level of... Or, or you know what would potentially be baseline identification of things that we can do to optimize.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll talk a little about. We'll talk about it a little while. I just did a webinar with the Office of Dr. J, and we talk about like an anti-EDC um, plan of like what you can do. The first thing you can absolutely do, and again, this doesn't really matter what age you're at. you are. Hopefully, you have you have some income, and you can do this stuff. But you can change um, the you know the uh the filtration system in your house like so yeah. if you have a shower filter that's just like a normal costco or a home depot one go and get the best ones and i forget the name of it but you can just find one on amazon they're like 50 bucks
0: yeah we that use is, uh yeah we use something called aqua sauna it's like it's yeah yeah exactly it on those
2: things, dude those things are amazing yeah the charcoal because those things block the contaminants that are coming through the water supply in major cities oh my god so that is like your first step um obviously you and i are big on you know eating clean minimizing your insulin signal um trying to eat organic i mean it's you know it's like you said you know it's hard to actually get organic anymore because like you know some of the best guys out there like you know like zach bush you know dr bush he tells people now in his lectures that there is no organic
0: well i i see i think that's so relevant though because yeah, we eat "quote unquote" clean, but like, dude, I'm I'm an ad pretty big advocate of sort of flexible dieting. So I'll sure. you know eat cereal and yeah, of course and, I do know, too. some grains here and there. But it's like now we know that grains are so loaded with atrazine, atrazine, atrazine. right, and herbicides and fungicides. I don't
2: get Cheerios anymore, dude. It's, Once I found that one was in Cheerios, I was
0: like, my kids do not eat Cheerios anymore. Right. So how big of an asshole do we have to be? in terms of limiting our exposure to these types of things
2: uh, dude it's so scary to think about because like i you know i think i mean let's think about our kids ben you know we both have youngsters i have a 10 and 8 your, your kids are in the same age i mean yes. i i i don't know what we do for them i think that the only thing we can do for them is you know make sure that they exercise make sure that they get outside limit their screen time i mean my, my daughters know at six o'clock at night that is it Mm. screens go into a charging place and they are not to be looked at i don't care don't come at me i don't care no yeah you're working you're reading we're spending family time but you know for the for them that's i think all we can do make sure they exercise make sure they eat somewhat clean i mean you know with young kids it's hard Um, but for guys like us i mean the reality is is that you have to take the preventative cautions you know obviously the water that you drink you know I mean, I still do these because sure. you know, in my office, I've got you know a bunch of people uh, you know that are drinking water and stuff like that. It's the easiest way to do it. But when I'm at my house, I try to use the you know the PC free um, drink containers and, and, and water. And I have a, we have a we have a whatever that waters thing that my wife has in our house. But um, you can use these. Yeah. You know, you can buy the crystals and the, what is the the um, the black ones or whatever around your cell phone towers and Wi Fi because oh, okay it just absorbs
0: the, the electromagnetic yeah, frequency
2: exactly it, it it absorbs i forget what they're called but i mean i i i can send it back to you or whatever it's just that they're, they smell really good they smell like an oil um god i can't think of what they're called they're black you get them on amazon
0: okay right but, on. Um,
2: but yeah you can put those you can definitely put those around your wi-fi towers um and then obviously from an optimization standpoint if, you, if you're hormonally deficient, you know, work with a doctor, male or female, um, you know, optimize your thyroid and optimize your testosterone. Because if you optimize your testosterone and you optimize your thyroid, you're pretty much going to be able to overcome um, a lot of the downstream issues that you're going to get from the EECs. And you, but you know this, Ben. I mean, what are we talking about? The people that have optimized thyroid and testosterone in society, less than 10%. Oh, I mean, totally. yeah, I mean, obesity is rampant. I mean, the one thing that I learned in the testosterone resistance uh, webinar that I did with Dr. Nichols, and, you know, we started heavily researching, and this is another thing. Um, Monsanto and Bayer, whatever the hell they're called nowadays, um, they have a huge army of patent troll attorneys that suppress the data that comes out on ADCs. So so on one side of the fence, we have the research, but it's suppressed. So it's not in the mainstream. So when you actually go deep down the rabbit hole and you start reading the the studies on EDCs, dude, you'll, you'll fall over i mean it's it's absolutely incredible um the, the, they have they've known since 2004 what these things are doing so you know ultimately as long as you are optimizing again your hormonal pathways so that you're you know outside of the balance you can overcome you know keith talks about for men that have testosterone resistance syndrome you have to treat them with more testosterone now, you know, that's an anthema to, to medicine. You know, they'll they'll be like, What? You're saying to take superphysiologic levels? And he's like, No, we're not talking about superphysiologic levels. We're saying that in order to outcompete the receptors that are, you know, slammed from these EDCs, because remember, they attach and they also mimic, um, you have to give more testosterone above it. So, you know, if a guy has a level of sixteen hundred to two thousand and he feels good, well, he's not in a super physiological level because he's out competing the receptors. Yeah. So we're not there in the mainstream yet from an acceptance level, but trust me, the doctors that know what's going on, they're totally accepting of that because they're dealing with the older patients. And it's you- the same thing with thyroid too.
0: Yeah, and you're obviously a huge proponent of testosterone replacement therapy or now, yeah, testosterone optimization therapy and you've been utilizing it for a long time. So. You know, in the alternative medicine community uh, holistic, if you will, sure. um, where we want to address root causes, sometimes you know we like to we want to think about okay, well, maybe there's lifestyle factors, assuming testosterone levels are low, right if we are adjusting our test uh, our lifestyle parameters, we're sleeping more, we're eating less crap, we're exercising more, you know maybe we can make a considerable change in those testosterone levels, but what's your honest opinion dude? It, I mean, are you finding that when guys start utilizing testosterone optimization therapy, is it just a lifetime thing that, yeah. that they're on? So it's, so it's a really good question. So I'm, as I,
2: in my book and whenever I speak, I'm always about naturally attempting to optimize first and foremost until you run out of, you know, ability to do it. And I think the best way to phrase it is, you know, one of my doctors, Dr. Robert Kominarik, you know, heavily quoted in the book and you know, on the TOT Doctors' Roundtable every Wednesday, he's out of Ohio, a brilliant doctor, he lectures all over the place. Um, he says, look, this is how I do it in the math. If you are over 45 years old and you are doing everything right, you're super anal retentive, you are 5% 5% of those guys can do it naturally and still stay, maintain, you know, again, an optimal level of testosterone, not a normal, because what is normal? Yeah. There's a fucking normal, we want to be optimal. Especially in this world of all this, you know, sledge and everything around us. Um, if you're under 45, so he says the guys are like 28 to, you know, the, you know under 40, he's like 15 to 20% of those guys can do it um, and, and stay natural but dude, they have to be type A anal retentive maniacs, okay? Versus like what he'll say is like the be all end all approach is just to optimize your testosterone because knowing what we've talked about on this show so far about how we're under siege from almost every angle, it's kind of the easiest method to, you know, still have a life, but at the same time, like you know, have peak performance and function optimally. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's definitely, once you start that path, you have to stay on that path because your body doesn't have any. But I will say this, at the rate that we're going, knowing what we're knowing with the Hebrew University study, looking around, dude, I would say in 10 years, I mean, I don't even know if a guy will even be able to, yeah, I don't know if a dude will even be able to be a dude unless you're on testosterone.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I (laughs) I think it's hard for a lot of guys, myself included, I haven't gone that route yet. I don't know that I need to just yet. No, uh, I don't. Think of course, can. I want to be as optimized as possible. I want to feel as good as I can. And to be fair, I do need to get some updated blood work done. But there's definitely stigma associated. And oh, so, yeah. Oh, bro, you know, you, well, yeah, yeah. you're sh- you're shredded, but you're on testosterone. Well, dude, I'm using therapeutic <laughs> dose of testosterone. Like, do you see how hard I train? Do you see the t- foods right. that I eat? I'm not out there drinking every weekend like you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Exactly. So, Yeah, it's, you know what, though, it's a a really important point, Jay, because of of all the guys listening, it's like, hey, man, you know, would you rather have your neighbor give you shit about using a testosterone replacement, but you're, you know, you can get it up, you feel awesome, you're getting great workouts in, you're lean, um, and, you know, you're you're cutting your risk of of morbidity significantly. Yep down the road. This is serious stuff that we need to be considering. Well, that's what I say, and that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up,
2: because that's what I say now. You know, all of the anti-testosterone you know, hyperbole and demonization and all the propaganda has all been disproven, and you know that. I mean, obviously, my book has every single study that's ever been done. We even just updated the book four months ago um, to add some stuff, because some new stuff came out in the last eight months, but there is no medical risk of therapeutic testosterone. And you just said it right. Actually, it's the inverse that when you are optimized, everything forms better. Your heart functions better. um, Your brain functions better. They now know that testosterone is the only, quote unquote, um, it's not a cure, but it's the solution to change the different um, uh, dendritic pathways in the brain that that causes um, dementia and Alzheimer's. Mm. So, I mean, there's... There's no, there, there's no question that testosterone is a holy grail molecule. It is a lifeblood molecule. It's just that we have to teach men, and it's our job, mean, me, me, people like me and you, of course, um, that there is a differentiation. We're not talking about abusing a drug for super physiological, narcissistic purposes. We're talking about using a therapeutic dosage to remain a viable, awesome dude who functions in society at the highest level and is a good parent, you know, husband, and father.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why you're doing such a good job getting the information out there. So, you know, I appreciate that. And I'm sure so many guys listening uh, do as well. You know, before I asked you in terms of the next level of optimization, and you gave us some really helpful tips in terms of obviously our drinking water and minimizing our exposure to blue light and electromagnetic frequencies and the Wi-Fi in our house and, and all of those types of things. I've heard you talking more and more lately about DNA testing. Yep. Um, and epigenetics and uh, could you talk you know briefly about you know what what exactly that is like why is that relevant sure um it's a great question and it's honestly something that
2: i've just recently learned so i became friends with dr anthony J. after i read his book estro generation um and i know we're not on video anymore even though you and i are on video right now but um well
0: i'll post a link to it in the show notes
2: yeah for sure so for every guy who's listening to this podcast and if there's gals um you need to buy the book estrogeneration okay it's an amazing book it will tell you everything that's going on right now from the onslaught of an endocrine disrupting chemicals and he goes a lot deeper than that too but just he gives you a really good understanding of what's happening um The reality is, is that knowing your DNA, having your DNA analyzed, and this is what Dr. J does like in his spare time. He's a a Mayo Clinic researcher um, in his white collar job. But at night, you know, he has a company and he analyzes people's DNA. So if you look at your DNA, and again, you can get your test done at 23andMe, you can also get your test done at like two or three other other companies now. He said, uh, Dr. J still recommends 23andMe because they have um a better mean assay and they also collect more data than the other companies the other companies are like a little cheaper now but they don't collect as much data and gotcha. ultimately ultimately if you want to have like a massive test done and i didn't have a massive test done and you don't need to but if you wanted to have everything analyzed you want to use 23andme but bottom line for 300 bucks and i think you can get now um the 23andme like because it's in december and i don't know when this will run but you know at the end of the year they run deals on amazon for like 29 bucks so you can get your DNA analyzed for 29 bucks on Amazon, and then you can send it to Dr. J. And for 300 bucks, and again, Benjamin, this is the best $300 you're going to ever spend if you're a guy that's c- concerned about your health and fitness because he can analyze all of the different gene snips that trans or code um, you know, f- for um, everything. I mean, when I say everything, I mean like your sensitivities to food, um, your muscle fiber typing, your right. androgen, uh, receptor specificity. I mean, there's so many little things that he can code for in his $300 analysis that he can then, you know, he, and he calls you on the phone and you're on the phone with him like for 45 minutes to an hour and he goes through everything and he tells you, like, look, dude, you shouldn't be training at this rep range because this is your muscle fiber type. Okay, you're not an explosive athlete. You have more long, you know, endurance muscle fiber typing. I mean, and so, you know, we went through that whole thing in my two-hour webinar. And I mean, anybody who's interested in this stuff and wants to understand like how, how this works, you should get my webinar because it's, I mean, I don't think anybody's done it yet. I know he said he did it with Ben Pakulski, the pro bodybuilder, ex-pro bodybuilder, but they yeah. just did a private thing to his list, whereas mine, you know, was for the public. And so, I know it's, it's still accessible, but it's totally worth it because, I mean, dude, honestly, I learned so much
0: so i guess my question with that is are we there yet with the dna testing i mean intuitively right if you've been training a while like you know what your muscle fiber makeup sure. t- i mean if you know anything about being, <laughs> sure. you know okay i do a lot better with the six to eight eight rep range yep. or i'm more of an explosive athlete or no dude i'm, I'm naturally just a, a long distance runner type yes. guy like that's yes. naturally what you know, I'm built for same thing as in terms of like caffeine sensitivity, I suppose, you know, with respect to like the MTHFR, you know, genetic polymorphisms, that stuff would come in extremely handy Yep. um, in terms of methylation. But I I mean, honestly, in your opinion, are we there with the DNA testing to tell us parameters that we can't intuitively notice?
2: Yes. I'd say we're 80% there based on like what he told me, like, for example, dude, like there's a blue light specificity gene. So if you do not know your body's blue light specificity and you know you're just you, you know you're just like a guy who goes from like cubicle job to like me and you and like you know producing prodigious amounts of content and on screens all the time and you don't know it, it, you could break down. And he was like he was telling me that he was like dude, that's like one of the main things like when I'm with people they don't understand that. It, if you have that like bad snip for blue light sensitivity, and you're doing this, you won't last. Yeah. So it was, it, and there was a lot more stuff. Like there's fasting, like your sensitivity to um, your insulin sensitivity to actually whether you should fast or whether you should have majority fats in your diet or whether you should have carbohydrates. So like he can test whatever diet that you are a proponent of. We you know ketogenic, um, you know uh, the carnivore craziness. I mean all of this stuff he can test for and he can tell you like, look, dude, you're not going to do well on this stuff. So yeah. I see 80%. I say 80% because there is that caveat with what you said is that if you're like me and you and you're 40 plus years old and you've been in the game and you don't know this shit, I mean, you then, I mean, you're not doing something right. Cause like he even said to me, like I've been training in a higher rep range for the last six or seven years of my life. And you know, that's Jim Brown's training program on um, Ford's training. And he was like, Oh yeah, you code exactly for that. And I was like, well, of course. Yeah, right. Sure. But it's like, For me, I was I just immediately extrapolated that to think, okay, well, if you're in your early 20s and you don't know shit because you don't have any time, then you should absolutely do this.
1: Yeah, because
0: it's going to save you a lot of work. Well, that's it. That that's it. And if we're talking about optimization, then take that extra step. Mm -hmm. You know, take that extra step. Well, young guys
2: are always asking me on Twitter. They're like, "Well, I'm only 21. You think I should do this? Is it worth it?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, it's worth it. You're the guy that it's made for." Yeah. You're the guy that should go because you're
0: going to like save yourself a lot of work and worry and frustration. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. That's super interesting. Jay, what's coming up next year? I mean, this, I I believe this is going to come out beginning of the new year, but what's coming up in 2019,
2: man? Oh man, I got all kinds of great stuff. I'm very excited. Um, I just got to back away. (laughs) technology as i told you because it it can become so overwhelming but um i am um i am going to be launching a clinic um it really comes down to how fast my business partner which is dr heat nichols can get his license in california um the good news is that telemedicine laws are changing um and they're changing pretty pretty prodigiously it looks like i mean again you know when you talk to an attorney and you ask them to interpret the legalese they may give you a different answer from what we're seeing, but the good news is, is that patients like us are going to have much more rights to work with the best doctors and not have to go to where they are. So, like you're in Arizona, I'm in California. Doctor Nichols is in Tennessee. There's going to be the ability to work literally like this, right? Send them your blood work. Hey, this is what I'm presenting that's at. Great. These are my symptoms. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. I'll just say. It. Sorry, I'm swearing. No, you're that's good. That's fine. That's how excited I am about this. So that's coming for me, and then. Another thing I'm extremely proud about is um we are finally, and I've been I've had people asking me this for years, but we're creating a group. So it's going to be a premium group. It's going to be, an op, it's called Optimize Forever. It's not going to be expensive. I mean, shit, I'll just break it right now. You get the exclusive. It's going to be like anywhere from $7.99 a month to $49.99 a month. If you, get, if you pay $49.99 a month, you're going to be able to talk to me and Dr. Nichols for 45 minutes, two sessions a month, ask us anything. So for guys on testosterone and optimizing in their life, this is the greatest thing ever because, Ben, you cannot get. A fucking appointment with any doctor anywhere to get these kind of questions answered i mean even if you've been on a doc with a doctor for 20 years and you want to talk to him and ask him questions they're so overwhelmed at these clinics with the patient loads they have Mm -hmm. they don't have it so i'm really really happy that you know not just that i'm doing this from a standpoint for us but just from a standpoint there's so many people out there that are going to benefit from the information that they're going to get Um, And so I see it as like, it's going to become something big and I'm, I'm hopeful that it'll ultimately lead to some sort of a company online that can kind of like give people options um, from a standpoint of like, Hey, I'm in, you know, Spokane or I'm in, you know, Northern um, Virginia or Northern uh, Wisconsin. I need a doctor that can help me. Can you help me? You know, so that's, that's kind of where we want to go with this, where we ultimately will have like this giant database of the best people. and so you know just eliminate the confusion because you know what we didn't talk about today and we don't have to i'll just briefly mention it but you already know this like the average person today who wants to get optimized and goes to see their general practitioner they're absolutely fucked yeah no (laughs) idea. i mean they have absolutely no idea what to do i mean it's it's sad it's depressing but you know because that's you know that's the average person, they're like, well, you know, on my benefits, you know, I have a copayment and I want to go to my local doctor or my general practitioner or my family doctor, whatever. And I'm, we're always telling them, like, you can't because they're not skilled and trained in how to do this.
0: It, it's true. And I'm not going to open that can of worms right now. I'm, I'm going to let you go. But, but no, but the, it, it's the sad reality. And, and you know, doctors are, are becoming more in the know with they respect are. to their- Understanding why testosterone is so relevant and everything that comes around it. It's Oh, yeah, nutrition, it. all of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and much more progressive. And so I'm, I, there's a lot of uh, medical practitioners here, uh, conventional medical practitioners that are in my network here in Scottsdale that um, I'm very pleased to be associated with. Oh, yeah, there's awesome ones where you are. We're doing some, some cool stuff moving forward because we're working with a lot of guys. But, uh, yeah. So it's, it's coming. It has to. It's everything that we're talking about. It, it, it's just, we're forced to learn and grow because we need to be better as health practitioners, both uh, conventional and alternative, and it doesn't even matter the in-between. So um, yeah, brother, you know what? I'm, I'm super pleased to uh, be even just remotely associated with everything that you're doing. Keep up the great work. Uh, so excited to have had you on the show again. And, uh, yeah, man, just let me know, you know what I can do to support you moving forward and and we'll be in touch. And same
2: thing, brother. I truly appreciate it. It's always an honor to be on your show. You're very high I know your listening. Audience is awesome too. So again, namaste. I truly appreciate it.
0: You take care my man. Talk to you soon.
1: Did you love this episode of the smart nutrition made simple show? Then head on over to iTunes, subscribe and leave a positive rating and review. And more importantly, share this with other men that you know are dedicated to leveling up in every area of their life by learning how to live healthier, more energetic, and productive lives so that they can optimize their health for their family and future. Thank you for listening. And if you want to find out more about how you can work directly with Ben, then just head on over to www.bslnutrition.com forward slash level up.